Hello and welcome to the University of Real Life with Dr. Tammy. Class is now in session. So for all of you who have been attending already, welcome back. And for all of my new students, pull up a seat. So this usually plays out like I'm in a classroom setting, uh, but you know, the whole idea is to teach and to bring you some information that maybe you possibly didn't know before. So as usual, um, if I'm not uh, just sitting here blabbing by myself, I usually have some awesome guests. And this and today, this this episode is actually no different. I, I do my best to bring y'all the dopest of the dopest guests that I possibly can find. And the universe just aligns and just brings these people to me. So today, I have Alexis Amwakanor. She is a co-founder of an awesome new venture called Mamba Cares. And she is going to talk a little bit about it. And then we're going to delve right into why we're having the conversation that we're having today. Alexis, take it away. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, I feel so privileged to be able to talk about my passion and the work that we're doing. Um, Mamba Cares is basically an online consultancy platform. We work with businesses to provide them with the tools, training, and resources they need to actually um, maintain retention and productivity rates of working parents, right? We want employers to support working parents more because we know that if their productivity is up, their return on investment is much greater. And so basically, we just bridge the gap between working parents and their employers. Um, And how it came about, really, is because um, my mom was the first um, entrepreneur I ever met. She was, um, you know, an immigrant from Ghana, um, and she came at 19 and, you know, met my dad and started her own business at a very young age. But at the same time, too, she had to raise three of us. And Mm. so I think just growing up and seeing how oftentimes women carry the emotional, emotional burden of one, taking care of their families and their homes, but then also feeling it at their jobs. You know, sort of like, where does employers step in to sort of provide that support so they can do things better? Right. Um, so basically, that's what we do. And I am here for all of it. So, <laughs> folks might ask, why is Alexis my guest today? So, here is the reason why. Last week ended the... Okay, let's get this together, girl, because we know it's a tongue twister. It is a black, <laughs> a black maternal mental health week. Yeah. Yeah. So that closed out last week. So we actually had plans to have this conversation last week, but you know what? The universe was like, no. So we're having it today, and it doesn't matter when we actually have the conversation because the conversation needs to be ongoing anyway. But this is actually you know, um, just in celebrating the week that just passed and continuing to have that conversation of why it's really important that we take care of our moms, especially our black moms, especially our moms of color who are extremely disenfranchised and disproportionately affected by a lot of different things. But maternal health uh, is the one that actually has been speaking volumes uh, uh, these days. And so, on top of the pandemic and the civil unrest that, you know, people of color have been experiencing, uh, you know, maternal mortality and severe um, maternal morbidity rates are skyrocketing, continue to skyrocket within women of color. So, um, you know, before we continue to have conversation, I wanted to 
to share some, you know, some, some facts with you. Okay. And these facts, um, I didn't pull them out of thin air. They are referenced from the American college of obstetrics and gynecologists. Um, uh, they, they vary. Uh, you know, the first one is that black women are three to five times more likely to die in postpartum or maternal period in comparison to their white counterparts. So I want folks to just take a moment, take a moment and just think of that. Like if you're sitting right now and it doesn't matter who you are, think of somebody who's three to five times more likely or three to five times more people than you who are dying in comparison. I mean, just me trying to even put it, put it in my mind how crazy that is. I mean, I don't know about you, Alexis. I mean, every time I see that number, I cringe because yeah, I, I, mind boggling. Yeah, how, how, how something like that is still, you know, taking place now. But you know what? Let me get through the facts. Let me not, uh, you know, submerge myself <laughs> too much in one fact because we'll be here all night. Um, the another fact: maternal uh, mental illness is a leading uh, uh, cause of of different maternal um, health issues. And, you know, what folks don't realize sometimes is that mental health is extremely important. And we don't realize how how much it, it can seep into different parts of our lives and start to manifest itself physically. Um, you know, different issues can come of it from, you know, you losing your appetite, not, I mean, the simplest, just you not wanting to take care of yourself not staying hydrated, not eating, you become dehydrated. Then all sorts of stuff starts to happen with your diet and your blood pressure, things of that nature. And people don't really think of it that way, but it's the truth. Um, What else we got here? Our pain, exam finding, health concerns, um, things of that nature are oftentimes ignored by healthcare professionals. Why? I don't know. I just, I mean, I wish I had the answer. I wish I had the answer. It's complex. It's complex. I, I, I really do. And, you know, I actually wanted to, to, to speak to that because I am a prime example of this. You know, y'all, I don't speak from a place that I don't know, that I don't understand, that I don't have experience in. Um, and when I don't have experience in something, I do my best to bring an ex, you know, an expert to talk about it. But y'all, I can talk about this. I, you know, with my, with my first child, you know, I had an adverse uh, birthing experience, but thank God I am fine. My kid is fine. But long story short, um, I leaked amniotic fluid for a week before I gave birth. And while I was in labor, I had 102 fever and my child's heart rate was through the roof and they had to do an emergency C-section. And I went to the emergency room the week before to complain. They took a test and they said it was negative for amniotic fluid. I saw my doctor two days before I gave birth. She also said, oh, it's just heavy discharge. In hindsight, she should have retested me because I would have been admitted that day. But instead, I continued to walk around leaking amniotic fluid. And um, it was not it was not a good look afterwards. And I told my OB, I love you to death, but I would have if not for her personally, just the personal relationship I had with her, I would have sued the hospital. My name would have been right out there, like on that front window. It would have been Dr. Tamey's hospital. Like it wouldn't have been Southern Maryland anymore. Um, so I understand, you know, these facts and where they're coming from. And so 
you know, again, I think it's important that we continue to have these types of conversations and have different things contribute to the betterment of our moms of color postpartum. Um, Mamba Cares is one. And um, I don't want to continue to rant, but because like I do want to give Alexis an opportunity to, you know, to talk a little bit about what you feel, what we can do more outside of this conversation, because I am going to mention something, but I do want to give my guests, you know, some, some time to also speak what it is that you feel that we as a community need to be doing to keep this at the forefront because it's important. Our women are dying. You know, we have families that are being broken apart because of this. Like, what do you see as something that we should be doing um, apart from having conversation and raising awareness about it? What are the other things that we can be doing and starting businesses? <laughs> um, right. You know, I think I think I think when we look at maternal mortality specifically in the Black community and the high disparities compared to our white the first thing we need to do is sort of look at the woman aside from just her physical body, right? So the experience of birth, the experience of pregnancy, the experience of raising a child and growing a family is not only physical, but it's also very much mental, right? Absolutely. And in that, there are so many um, compounded factors in that, right? It's the environment. It's the support you receive at home. It's the access to transportation services. It's the access to healthy, affordable food. It's the access to legal advice, right? Community. There's so many different aspects into areas in which we can specifically target to increase um, the fact that there's healthier moms and babies and decrease mortality rates, right? Mm -hmm. I think we need to elevate past the conversation of doctors are not listening to us because absolutely doctors are not listening to us. But aside from that, what other areas do we also need to improve upon, Mm -hmm. right? Is it also um, education? Is it also access to um, affordable insurance, right? right? I mean, oftentimes, I mean, even when you look at prenatal checks, many women cannot go simply because they don't have access to transportation. Exactly. Right? Yep. Something so, so small. To catch, right. Exactly. So small. Um, Dr. Joya was doing a presentation and they were talking about access to clean clothes, right? The ability to even do laundry right. has an impact on people's ability to get um, checks. Right. And so I think we need to look at the overall systemic approach and how our environment really has failed black moms, right? You can even look at what's happening now, right, with the protests. That has psychological effects, right? That has a mental health effects. And so I think we also need to look at it in different areas and everyone really needs to chip in. Employers need to chip in. They need to recognize that they too provide stress to some of their employees that right. can also impact their outcomes, right? right. We need to um, really demand more from government, right? As far as access to funding, right. to fund community programs, initiatives, patient education. So I think there's so much to be done and we need to elevate the conversation higher and really put it on the forefront. It's unfortunate when we have so many stories and we keep on constantly having to say, listen to us. Yes. Um, inside the hospital and outside of the hospital. Yeah. But I think we are entering a very pivotal time in society where we recognize that okay we now have the stage what do we demand right right and that demand has to come from many areas right yep and you and and you are absolutely right it it can't be 
they're not listening, they're not listening. And you're absolutely right. Like taking it, taking it into our hands from different aspects is really, really exactly. important. And so exactly. I, no, as a ahead. doula, I always tell my patients like you need to know the questions to ask for yourself. Exactly. Right. And we also need to sort of create this system of accountability and data reporting. Mm-hmm. Right. The hospital that you go to has a direct influence on whether you may get a cesarean um, section or not. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and so just having access to that data, that data reported, and actually having access to resources, um, and having a system of accountability right. for hospitals and providers and everyone else involved is essential. Right, it's not only the doctors that are not listening. Right, when you're waiting in the emergency room, it's the admin person listening to you when you complain about issues as well. Right. Um, before it elevates higher and so it's so complicated and I think we really need to take it look at a broader lens of how we can combat it and I think over time we will I hear you definitely hear you and I hope I hope that you know folks folks understand that and understand that you are absolutely right like being informed and that's the thing sometimes folks don't let anybody intimidate you into not answering your questions because they will set you up for that. They will tell you that if you say, oh, you feel, oh, I don't feel good. Oh, you feel all right. You're fine. You're fine. No. If you, you know what, if you have to shake up some things a little bit, just fine. Right. But. Right. Whew, excuse me. I mean, I'm, I'm so excited just listening to you. <laughs> like, I get real hyped <laughs> listening and talking about this. Oh, boy. But. Um, we could do this all night, but I did also want to take a moment to talk about how entrepreneurs can be a part of this. So Mamba Cares is one of those businesses that actually does cater to this. And yours truly actually has a venture of of her own. And it's called the... Yes, yes, yes. I'm so excited. I just did a dancing jig on top of being (laughs) mad hype. I just did a dancing jig and I'm out of breath. (laughs) <laughs> but the Omugwa box is the newest venture it is the first African inspired postpartum gift box for new moms Whew. now it is actually it does cater to women of color but anybody is welcome to purchasing one I will not knock anybody but it is to highlight the importance of self care for women of color And the genesis of it was uh, when I was actually about six months or so postpartum with my second, I was looking for some information for some, you know, self-care things that spoke to my culture and spoke to, you know, just just me as the truly African woman and an African-American woman. And I couldn't find anything that was put together just for me like that. And I was like, wait, why doesn't this exist? And I sat on the idea for about a year and then God tugged at my heart and said, this year you have to do it. And I've done it. So the Omugwa box, so actually, let me even give you a history lesson on the word Omugwa itself. It's, uh, it is an Igbo word and Igbo is a language that's uh, spoken in Nigeria. And it's a word that speaks to the, um, to the time period of when a mother or mother-in-law comes to help a new mom take care of the baby and take care of herself so it's a time period of mom love like total mom love like it's 
Mom's only responsibility is to eat, eat very well, eat hearty, sleep, and nurse her baby. The, um, you know, mom that comes to stay over, does cooking, she'll, you know, help to take care of the baby, bathe the baby, feed the baby, take care of you. Um, those really nice, really, you know, only, only moms can do this. Like the, the, the massages that they give you, everything that just is just all full of love and care for you and celebrating the new mom. So that's what the term omugwa is all about. So I have now taken all of this and put it in a box. Um, you know, just understanding where we are right now with grandparents not able to spend a lot of time with their grandkids and, you know, people not being able to be together. Um, you know, postpartum depression can rear its ugly head at this time because, you know, we're having to, you know, quarantine ourselves and stay to ourselves. So this, I know it seems like it's probably the most unlikely time to do it, but I felt that me having the background that I have and knowing what I know, knowing the stats that I know, being a mom myself and, you know, dealing with some postpartum blues at a certain point, I know that this is going to be extremely helpful. So like Mamba Care is doing their part, the Omugwa Box also wants to do its part and try to close this gap of postpartum depression that we have within our women of color, because it does adversely affect us more than you know our caucasian counterparts and so you know this is full of it's chocks full of wonderful things for new moms i actually got some feedback that one of uh we have a friend that just gave birth and she was like this nipple cream is amazing literally like i've had folks tell me like you thought of everything like so my sister you are here you know about rob right no, honestly, yes. And I love it. <laughs> you know, so um, you all know I'm Nigerian. Here's my West African sister here. So she knows some of the stuff that would be in there. But I have like a, a an ointment called rub. If you ask any African, if they have rub at home, their answer should be Alexis. Yes, yes. Because if you're not like I am, I am revoking your African card. If you would have ever answered me, no, I'm revoking your African card. But I know, right? So we have a uh, uh, rub, we have black soap, and not like the random other, no, it's like black soap from Nigeria, the exfoliating sponge, um, shea butter lotion, shea butter lip balm, lactation tea, a candle, even a head wrap for your bad hair days, and a hair and face refresher for those days that, you know, quite frankly, it was one of those days you didn't get any sleep. Baby kept you up, but you still want to do things to make yourself feel good. And that's, you know, it's just, it's it's feel good in a box. And that is my contribution. Yes, it is a business, but it's still, it still comes from the heart. And it's a contribution to the community at large to help us be better for ourselves. Because happy moms, happy and healthy moms make happy and healthy families, period. So... Yeah. So that is what, um, you know, I'm trying to contribute to. And that is the newest venture. And uh, you can you can um, purchase or learn more about it at www.theomuguabox.com. And um, Alexis, please share um, how uh, folks can learn about Mamba Cares and stay in touch with you and your and, and your company. Yeah, so our website is uh, www.mamacares.com. 
you can shoot us an email at info at mambagineers.com and that's spelled mamba m-o-m-b-a um and we reply pretty quickly so please send it over and Sammy, i just want to also say like i think the initiative that you're doing the that box the subscription box is so essential thank you i remember growing up and seeing my aunties um helping other women in my family especially during that time and mm-hmm. it's bringing that sense of community and support it's so essential yes. i think we're getting so far away from that and what you're doing brings a touch of that back and i love it thank you thank you thank you and I wish you, I wish you all, all, all the success in the world because we need, we need Mamba Cares because we need folks yes. to be in touch with the different sides of what it is to be, you know, employing um, a mother. So I think it's absolutely essential what you're doing, and I, and I appreciate you, and I thank you for it. Um, so guys, I mean, I'm sure you guys had a wonderful time. We sure did. And on that note, class is now over. Thank you so much to my my, my awesome guest, Alexis. Thank you so much. And you know, we're going to kiki after this anyway. But um, <laughs> but thank you so much for, for, for being a guest today. And for everybody else, we will talk to you later. Bye now. <laughs>